Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com This week we read two parashiot together. This is something that doesn't happen every year, but since this year we don't have a leap year, we read the parasha of Vayakel and the parasha of Pekude uh, this week. Um, and uh, also they're the last parashas of the book of Exodus. So the parasha of uh, Vayakel means assembled, as in Moshe assembled in Hebrew, there are many words which mean gather, but Vayake in particular emphasizes how all the assembled members merge identity to form a single whole as an assembly. And uh, both of the parashas are talking about the, the Mishkan, the tabernacle that was built in the, in the desert. And uh, pekude means counting, an idea which stresses the worth of the individual. So one is talking about the importance of a group, of a, of a community, and the second one is emphasizing on the importance of the individual. So both are very important. Communal, communal unity gives a lot of strength and Hashem wants us to be united. He needs the Jewish people to be together and united, working together for a same a, a cause. But at the same time, Hashem emphasizes and gives importance to each person as an individual and what that person can bring to the table because not, nobody's made the same. And uh, each one of us has different gifts and different tools and different um, uh, strengths that can come to build the whole puzzle together. And it's like an orchestra, like a symphony. Uh, you have the violin, you have the, the guitar, you have the piano, you have the trumpets, you have the saxophone, you have different instruments. Each one represents a, a different sound. But when you put them together in perfect harmony, then the, the music is beautiful. And if one is missing, then the whole piece is not uh, complete. You, if you're a connoisseur of music, you will see that the, the piece is not complete. So in, in Vayakel, Hashem starts but by saying, Moshe caused the whole community of the children of Israel to assemble on, on the day after Yom Kippur, which was the day in which uh, Moshe Rabbeinu came down with the second uh, tablets and which the Jewish people were um, forgiven by, for the, the sin of the golden calf. And he said to them, these are the things that God commanded to be done. For six days work may be done, but the seventh day should be holy for you, a day of complete rest to God. And, um, and it's very strong here because it says, whoever does work on it should be put to death. It's a very strong connotation. And you should not kindle fire in any of your dwelling places on the Shabbat day. So let's see wh why it is so important to keep Shabbat and uh, why would it have such a big, um, uh, how do you call it, punishment if we don't keep it. Uh, here when it says death, really it means um, not really physical death, it means that a person, a Jew that doesn't keep Shabbat in a certain way, uh, he's not living, he's not really being true to who he is and he's missing that part of himself. So there's three times in the Torah where this is uh, mentioned, the keeping of Shabbat. One was at Marah, and if you remember, Marah was a place where the Jewish people stopped when they came out of Egypt to drink water. 
and Mara, it was called Mara because Mara comes from the word Maror, which means a bitter, and the water was bitter, and the Jewish people were complaining, and Hashem said to Moshe, throw a piece of wood into the water, and you'll see how it will become sweet. Um, but this doesn't make any sense, really. If you put a piece of wood into water, it's not going to make it sweet. It's going to make it taste like wood. But here, what Hashem was trying to tell the Jewish people is like, I can make a water that is bitter taste sweet with wood. Like, I am the one that makes the world. Don't forget that. And here it's mentioned the keeping of Shabbat. Then, the second time um, that Hashem uh, says about the keeping of Shabbat is when He gives the Torah uh, in the Ten Commandments. And it's one of the Ten Commandments to keep the Shabbat. You should keep it. And the third time is when He's instructing in this parasha the, the building of the Mishkan. And, uh, and He again reminds the Jewish people to keep the Shabbat. So let's see what is keeping the Shabbat, what is Amelaha, and Amelaha is uh, one of the 39 works, creative works that the Jewish people did in the building of the Mishkan. There were 39 uh, creative, creative um, things that they did to build the Mishkan. For example, they used to tint the leathers, they used to wash, they used to plant, they used to um, uh, work the wood, they used to do many things in the creation of the Mishkan. And these 39 melachas, how they're known in Hebrew, are exactly the 39 things that we have to abstain ourselves from doing on Shabbat. Obviously we're not building a Mishkan nowadays, a physical Mishkan, we're building a, a spiritual Mishkan, but not a physical Mishkan. So, for example, we cannot shred paper, we cannot wash clothes on Shabbat, we cannot uh, paint, because these are all things that were done in the building of, of the Mishkan. So, so, Hashem created the world in six days uh, with His speech. And if we read the Bereshit, he says, and God uh, said it was good. And he, and he said, let's make this, and let's make this, and let's make this. So it was created with speech. And um, the Hasidut teaches that God not only created the world, but He recreates the world at every instant with His speech. And uh, every second, He's verbalizing everything that is contained in the world. If He would stop saying one of these uh, things that we have, then it would cease to exist. But the question is, in Shabbat, he ceases to, to speak because this is what work is for him, is to the speech. And how in the world is on, on Shabbat, the world not disappearing if Hashem is not recreating it through speech. So Hasidut teaches us that uh, during Shabbat, Hashem is recreating the world with his thought. And if we see, Speech is something that once we speak it, it, it leaves our, our, our mouth, it leaves our lips and it goes. But thought, it's something that we have inside of us. It doesn't, it's not being able to leave ourselves yet because it's in our thought uh, process. So whatever we're thinking, it's inside of us. It's not, you can be in a place and be thinking something negative about somebody and nobody can, will know because it's part of you, it hasn't come out. But the moment you verbalize it, then everybody will know what you think. So, so Hashem creates the, day, the week in six days and the seventh day He rested. And what He wants us to, to, to learn about this 
is that on Shabbat, what we have to know is to remember that Hashem created the world in six days. This is what Shabbat is. Shabbat is um, us testifying to the creation of the world, saying, yes, it's true. God created the world in six days. On the seventh day, He rested. He ceased to be creative. He stood still. He didn't create more world. He just stayed st stood still. And uh, that stillness that comes in Shabbat really is like, for example, an artist that's painting a painting and then one day he stops and he doesn't paint it anymore. He takes one step back and he looks at it and he's looking at it and he's just thinking, okay, what, what else do I have to do to this painting? What else do I have to, um, what else is there for me to create here? And this is what Shabbat is, is a day in which we rest, in which we stop our mundane, jobs we were not thinking about business we're not thinking about our car we should not be thinking about schoolwork we should just let it be and just concentrate on on our on our life on our where we are is it good is it not good what else can i do to make it better but uh, in a spiritual sense not in a physical sense and in that day we transcend and uh, that's what it is. We come to a day in which we rest. So as a congregation, it's very important because uh, you have to be in a community to be able to keep Shabbat in a beautiful way in which you're enjoying Shabbat uh, with other people and you're praying together and you're doing Kiddush together and it brings new meaning to it. As an individual, each person has their own way in which they make Shabbat special and, um, and in this way we really make a dwelling place for Hashem in this world. We bring uh, the presence of God into our lives and it's through Shabbat. So I want to wish you a good week, a happy week, a healthy week and live a little higher. Thank you.